And I got these plans I'ma be goddamn, I don't see these two, you don't understand Sunday Night Nut Pod. Uh, my name is Backpack Zach. This is Mag Nut. <laughs> yeah. Or, or Satchel Maggie. Or formerly known as Satchel Maggie. <laughs> and we're two youngsters out here. <laughs> we're trying to make it in the entertainment industry out in LA. Just two broke siblings having a good time. <laughs> having a good Just vibing out. Um... So, but yeah, yeah, um, welcome back to the Nut Pod. We had a lot to talk about last week because of the trip that was, you know, we're still having yeah. withdrawals from it. <laughs> like, yeah, it'll, maybe it'll always be one of those things where, where half of our heart is away. Yeah, it's true. I think that it made it harder when we like talked about it you know in yeah. such depth on here and we're like no it was actually like the dopest yeah. shit and then we're like wait it was actually like the dopest shit like you <laughs> yeah. know <laughs> yeah it because because we were like happy to be back but mm-hmm. when we first came back we were like all right let's get it yeah but like for me we talked about it yesterday i was like dude like it's getting worse like <laughs> it's growing dude yeah um, and I feel that way too now. Now that it's further away, but you know what I did perfectly? I listened to an album on repeat while I was there. So now the album is associated with the trip. Oh, our landlord sees this. <laughs> Cover your eyes, Ed. No. Ed, I'm sorry. Don't worry, Ed. The smell will be gone by the time we move out. <laughs> yeah, dude. Ed, Ed. Ed, chill. Calm down, bro. Why are you so worked <laughs> up, dude? Okay. Ed, you're always on our dicks, bro. <clears throat> Off the podcast. Anyway, the album. Wait, how do you say it? What album is it? I'm talking about the Hosier album. Yeah. That one is fire. It is. And I, and I would listen to it like every morning when I was walking or running. Like through soul, so now like when I hear it, it's just like it has that vibe. Yeah, which is always lit when you can capture that. <laughs> For sure, dude. The uh, the new Conway the Machine album dropped like right when we landed in Seoul, and I was hyped. I was like, "Oh, let's go!" So I just bumped it, and I bumped the whole thing on that that bus ride. Yeah, into Seoul, and like. I listened to it the other day, and I was like, oh, dude. It, like, took me right back. Oh, that's the best. It is, dude. And it's so funny how that happens, too, because, like... You literally condition... It's literally Pavlov. It's classical conditioning. Yo, it is. It's just <laughs> like, dude, these sounds mean this place. Yeah. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. But, like, I remember when I was in Ecuador, Lord Pretty Flock of Jody 2 just dropped that oh, album. Nice. And, like... All those songs just take me back to, like, yeah, Ecuador. And it's been years now, you know? Yeah, and still. Yeah. That's lit. Mm-hmm. I love when that works out. Yeah. It is. Me too, honestly. And also, I think it's cool because, like, even the stuff I'm writing, you know? Like, yeah. since I've yeah. been writing, it's like, oh, but that was, like, a Hollywood song, you know? Yeah. Like, that was my Hollywood era. The new songs for this, obviously listen to Dialed In, everybody, but like the new songs, I'm, the ones that you just showed me, I'm so excited for. Yeah. 
Me too. They're really good. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I like them a lot. I, I feel like, I was telling you too, like I feel like I just figured out something, very recently something huge clicked with the music, mm-hmm. you know? Whether it be the tone or like the shit that I'm writing about, it's really just a combination. Like I'm just like really figuring it out, you know? Like yeah. figuring out what I actually want to sound like and less like making a song that I hope is good you know yeah and I feel like you have to start out that way no definitely but yeah I think that we just it feels like we turned over a new leaf you know and yeah so, yeah I am it's, excited. it's always so crazy your music especially you can always hear the eras that they were written in like even when it's not like an album like Cherry Woods obviously was an era. Yes. Like a whole thing, a story. Yeah. Cohesive. But like even the other songs, like you can tell they're like written around the same time period. Yeah. Which is really interesting. I know. And I think it's really interesting how, and this is why as an artist, I feel like you have to, you, you owe yourself a change of scenery and a complete change of energy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because like looking back, like you, I try to force new shit. But you can't until your life fucking changes, you know? Yeah. And then you're like, well, dude, this is just how I'm viewing things right now, you know? Yeah. And, um, like, I guess it was more obvious when I moved back. When I moved from L.A. the first time back. And then I got, like, this huge motivation to start writing again. And that's yeah. how Cherry Woods came about, you know? But even here, like, my music, the stuff I was writing outside when I first got here was completely different all, all of a sudden like I had just moved here two weeks ago but like all of a sudden my music sounds completely different you yeah know? like it's because it's like literally some subconscious shit that you're not even fully like understanding you know yeah but yeah um you know I also have to say this dude because I was gonna tell you this but I'm changing the drop of dialed in again. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's fucked up. I'm sorry to everyone. When is it when is it coming? A week from Oh, we don't know yet. Yeah. A week (laughs) from Oh, it's coming. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Right. Sometime. I don't know. First of all, I feel like No, no, this has nothing to do with it, but now that I'm thinking about it, I'm realizing I think it's a good thing because I don't think the hype is good. Like, I need more hype from it, first of all. Like, I need more people being like, yo, I need this. And there are a couple people like that, for sure, that are like, yo, this is sick. So I wanna you want to make them wait longer? Yeah. Not Eternal to Take. I don't know if you know, but Eternal to Take, you know, was Uzi's album that he put put off so long. That like by the time it dropped, everyone it's like notorious for being. No one like, cared. Yeah, like, it was like, we, dude, we were so hyped for so long. Like we would have downloaded that album for months now, but literally now that you're like, it just took so long. It's like, bruh, you know. Yeah. But that's Lil Uzi too. Like, he doesn't really need to market. You know right. what I mean? Like he's Lil Uzi. For me, I feel like, and for all independent artists, I think it's super important to be dropping very consistently like 
very consistently, you know, because you don't have a catalog. Like these rappers that people like, they have tons of albums that they love. They have tons of moods that they can dive into with this one artist, you know? Mm -hmm. And you don't have that. You have like a song that they like, you know? Yeah. One song, probably. Because... I mean, I was telling you about how Talk To Me Nice is, like, getting traction on Spotify and stuff. And I'm like, okay, but, like, I know that these people actually aren't listening to my whole shit. Some of them might be. But yeah, but, like, most people maybe are just like, oh, good song. Exactly. And that's a beautiful thing, you know, in and of itself. And then one time, if you just met that guy, and you're like, what the? Dude, I totally used to listen to Talk To Me Nice, like, a yeah. long time ago. You know, I've, I've done that with a lot of artists too like I have a lot of their songs saved but I'm like not conscious of who the artist is and then one day when this was me with like Omar Apollo cause like I remember you started really liking him and I was kinda like oh I don't know like that much about him and all of a sudden I had all these songs saved from like 2017 2018 I was yeah. like wait I love Omar Apollo like I, I've been a fan I'm an OG for <laughs> like, real you just like saved little songs and then it builds more so that next time you hear about them you're like oh i love all these old songs yeah so definitely even if they don't go look for it now like it'll help to have heard a song or two exactly because then like in your head it solidifies it so much more when i'm like dude you should listen to omar apollo and then you find that you've already you're like oh my god like i've been looking right over and i think for me it's because I'm an artist. Like, every time I hear a song that I kind of like, I'm like, whoa, who dropped this? Mm-hmm. Oh my God, let me see. What what else does he have? Does he make shit like this? Like, you know what I mean? And I realize not everybody's like that, bro. Like, a lot of people, especially like, because I see the playlists and stuff on Louis Prince, and I'm like, yeah, like, this guy probably doesn't even recognize when my song comes on. He's just like, oh yeah, this is on yeah. the playlist. Yeah. You know, he's not like, dude, no, this is Backpack yeah. Jack. He's from, <laughs> he's from Denver. Denver. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. he lives in LA. He just moved out to LA <laughs> to pursue his dream. And that's why I bumped this song, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I... <laughs> and that's exactly why. Like, everything else he does validates it. Like, it's like, no, it's just like a good song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... I think that's what my, like, toxic trait as an artist is, is because I'm such a fan of artists that I, that I am like that, you know? When yeah. I'm like, oh, this is Dominic Fike, but he's from Florida. He's from, like, a little surf town in Florida. That's why it sounds so, like, chill and, like, like it's, yeah. you know? And, and I'm like, but he used to be a rapper. So, like, back in the day, he was, like, spitting and, and yeah. it changed into this so that's why else i can like really you know and it's just uh levels i guess i feel like you need to be an artist almost to like really yeah be like that and looking for it you know yeah i feel like you know how we did that like switching roles thing Mm -hmm. i feel like um after i made that one little song like i gained so much more respect for like you and all the other artists for like making a song and then like i work with a girl who writes music oh yeah her name's olivia burnett look her up really good she is good yeah she's gonna come on sometime but um but like then she talks about like writing music and stuff and she just talks about everyone's music and like 
how like this person's stronger than this person in certain ways you know like she just knows a lot about music yeah and then like with I hear like you and Mars talking about it I feel like within like the past six months my thoughts about songs is like completely different really yeah like now when I listen to music I've been thinking like how they decided to like do the melody like changing that way or like random shit that I never like even thought about so it's really weird but that was actually a good exercise for us yeah that was because it really made me like be like oh wow like you really like build this (laughs) the whole thing yeah that was a good exercise because I think that it made me more like dude I can edit videos good enough for sure like that's not the problem you know what I mean Mm mm-hmm or like even filming shit. Like I was like, I look good on camera, you know. Like I don't look that bad. Like, yeah. I can do this shit, you know. And I feel like it made my content change a lot. Like on TikTok and stuff. Like I just came, I just started coming with like different angles versus like hitting it like a hammer and just like trying to get the nail in, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like you gotta like <laughs> come at it a different way. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. It's kind of funny because. Um, um, I don't know if this is off topic, but like, with the <laughs> I was posting how like every time I get a job, I suddenly have like imposter syndrome, where I'm like I'm like put me on set, and then when I get one, I'm like wait I don't know what I'm doing, <laughs> and then like a bunch of people were like yeah I think everyone feels that way, but then like it's so funny because the shoot that I did the other day, they brought all the decorations, I was just there to like put it up. And it's so weird when, like, you're the decision maker. Because they'll be like, okay, here's all your stuff. And then I'm like, okay. And then sometimes I'll be like, do you like that there? And they'll be like, I mean, what do you, like, whatever you think. Uh So it's just so weird. And it's like knowing that my job is purely, like, my intuition. Yeah. Is, like, such a weird feeling. Yeah. Because it's like, I didn't even bring the decoration. Like, they brought it all. And they're like, okay, now dress the set. And then... I'm kind of like, okay, what makes me the most qualified person in this room to dress the set? Yeah. But it's like nothing. Just like just the fact that like I, your talent I is I said I can do it. Yeah, like your talent is like whatever you're about to do. <laughs> like there's no there are skills, but obviously it's just like stuff that you gain from experience. Yeah. Not like you don't practice like it's a sport. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's just like all right, you've done this before, like, go do it again. It's just a really weird thing. But it also just goes to show, like, whatever you just do, you'll be surprised with what you can do. Yeah, that's true. Like, you just got to try. And I I walk in, and I'm like, "Mm -hmm." (laughs) mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to need something there. (laughs) Somebody do something with that. I don't know. But one of you guys, you, like, dude, but it is... Uh, it's, it's with all art, I feel like, to an extent, you have to, like, jump. Yeah. You know, and just be like, this maybe. And they're like, yeah, that's good. Like, that's what it is. Yeah. Like, if someone brought you in and they were like, hey, like, make a song really quick, you'd be like, and you didn't have one made, you'd know that you'd just be going off of, like, what you've practiced, what you know, you're basic intuition like it's just so weird yeah it's true it's like <laughs> and you can sharpen it you know what i mean yeah like you're you're more qualified than me to do that because you're like well realistically these colors shouldn't go with this and like this is you know what i mean and like this scene is trying to set this the clothes would you know what i mean yeah and every experience you you have more knowledge of it yeah 
But like, I feel the same way with, dude, I don't know if I said this on the podcast, but actually Harry Styles was talking about it the other day and it was really, the other day, <laughs> yeah, in an interview or whatever. <laughs> Watch. Yeah, the other day. The other day. <laughs> I didn't see Harry Styles the other day for, for the listeners there that are lost. I didn't just see him and I was like, yo, what do you think about songwriting? <laughs> but he was saying that, like, he sees it like um, surfing. And so it's like, oh, yeah. you can be good at surfing. You, sh- you have to be good at surfing. Otherwise, you won't catch the wave at all. But... Sometimes you're really good at surfing and you're just waiting for the swell and it doesn't come, you know? And it's like, mm-hmm. uh, am I bad? Like, because I'm still trying. Like, I'm still out here trying to surf. Yeah. Like, what's the difference between in me right now that's like, but he's like, it just, like the waves, it comes and goes. And like, there's really no rhyme or reason. You might be able to do it a certain time very well. But like, the truth is, it's just, like, you you have to be good enough to, like, be able to stand up when the wave comes. But other than that, like, you're just channeling God. Like, you're channeling, like, the higher life shit that yeah. everybody is like, yes, that is right, you know? Yeah, that is pretty crazy. Yeah. And speaking of God, I, some part of me feels like... <laughs> When I was in that Buddhist temple, I like okay. I've been trying to get a job on set though the entire time I've been here. Yeah. Even this is like a small shoot, but I haven't gotten one. It's been like nine months or something. All of a sudden, this guy DMs me on Instagram that I've never met or never talked to. No one referred me. He just found me because yeah. we had a mutual like follower but he didn't talk to her about me yeah like he just found me and then he's like hey can you do a shoot tomorrow if it's blah blah right and i was like yeah but it's like i almost feel like something happened in that temple that like really like i don't know dude and then i, know, right? I also got asked about another job that i didn't end up getting but like it was oh, just yeah. like they both came and i was no, like that's true i felt like wow something Spiritual did happen back there. Yeah. Cause like, what's going on here? <laughs> I don't Same. know. I don't want to jinx it. I know, right? Not going to do it. But no, I do. <laughs> I do feel like <laughs> we walked in there and like God was like, "Yo." <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's. God was like. They are pure of heart. <laughs> you like, know what I mean? I'm like, like, they're trying so hard. <laughs> right? <laughs> Let's throw them a bone, dude. <laughs> like, and plus, we came in there just like so like humbled, I feel like. Yeah. And we were like, this is amazing. And they were like, you know what? You guys aren't that bad either. Yeah, no, for real. Matter of fact, here go two more for y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next week, hoping for something else to come out. Yeah. I mean, dude, it's true because, you know, with me, um, and again, this is just shit that I, every time I've been out here, like since I've been out here, I feel like every time it's a sort of opportunity, like I'm like, oh, that might be something, I jump on it, you yeah. know? Like, you know I've done some shitty shows. <laughs> like I've really been performing in front of like three people and shit. 
Yeah. Like strangers <laughs> that are just like staring at me. And I mean, shit, I've done a lot of shows out here and I don't know anybody. <laughs> I got, I've just like gotten myself into these rooms and, but yeah. they've all turned out to be, for the most part, I feel like great experiences, you know? But, like, not what I was, the ideal situation in my head. I'm like, dude, Snoop Dogg might be there, bro. <laughs> you know right, what I mean? And right. then it's like, Snoop Dogg's not there. And I'm like, where the hell is Snoop Dogg? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Isn't are you going to be supposed to be someone? Yeah, I'm like, uh, I'm performing tonight. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, where's the Capitol Record exec? Like, this is so weird. But um, the Bars on Wheels thing, did I talk about that last week? No. No. Right? Yeah. So, right when we got back, actually, um, I went to this audition for Bars on Wheels, which is something that my 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 buddy's friend from Bakersfield, my boy Angel, shout out Project Angel, man, on Instagram, um, and we met at an event, like an open mic at in LA, and I just like you know we talked for a little, and then he put on a show a few months later in Bakersfield, and I pulled up. Mm-hmm. And then we did it again. And then we were doing it a third time, but I was in Korea. Mm. And now we're doing it for the fourth time. And I'm so excited because it's getting bigger and bigger every time. Like, they really have a cool community in Bakersfield. Mm-hmm. And, like, people are just really supportive, you know? Like, I don't know anyone from Bakersfield. I can't even get my people from L.A. to come up, you know? Yeah. But, like, just because I performed there twice, like... I have a good amount of kids who like fuck with me and yeah. like you know they know the songs and shit and so if nothing else it's just like on the ground promotion you know but the bars on wheels guy is friends with Pro- project angel my boy angel and he came to one of the events and like we fo- i followed him on instagram and he said something like oh we'll get you in bro because he saw my my performance and he was like well like get you in we'll get you on the show for sure and i'm like that it did nothing came of it but then they had a like audition in la because i guess they're doing like a season four they're starting their next season and so i went there with my buddy keen shout out king visions (laughs) and um i freestyled for them i haven't freestyled in a long time but i feel like i killed it and yeah it was like really tell them what your word was yeah (laughs) my word was diabetes (laughs) no because they give you like you know you walk in and they give you like a minute and they say you're gonna get a word and you're supposed to rap about what it means like just you know you're supposed to rap about the word it's like a subject but obviously my little sister has diabetes so it was a crazy word it was crazy that they hit me with that so I was like, it's oh, just I got like a, a lot weird of thing. stuff to say. Yeah, it's weird. Like something's in the air, dude. Because like everybody else was getting trash words. I'm not gonna lie. Like people were coming out. They're like, my word was astrophysics. And I'm dude, like, diabetes would be a trash word if you didn't know someone who was diabetic. Damn, that's true. You'd be like, diabetes. What the, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> that's so random. Yeah. But it wasn't random to you. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> For real. <laughs> not at all. If anything, it's the most important word in my life. <laughs> yeah. For real. But yeah, uh, I obviously rapped about how Maggie has diabetes <laughs> and it sucks and stuff. 
yeah. Yeah. Um, oh. Oh. Can you hear that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Well, that's happening. All right, bye. No, just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Tune in next week. Dude, the leaf blower mixed with the camera, but we're good now. Um, yeah, Bars on Wheels was a really... If anything, dude, just a super tight experience because I met so many rappers there and yeah. like, cool kids. and That sounds really cool. Yeah. And shout out my dog, Vinny Shoots, bro. Vinny Shoots is watching that because he was, he's just my bro for real. Like I met him at Scene City, um, those shows up in Bakersfield and he was just like a real one. Like we just clicked already, you know, and then, and then he was one of the judges and I hella didn't know he was. I've seen him on Bars and Wheels a couple times, but, like, I didn't know he was, like, a judge type Yeah, shit. that's really funny. Yeah, so then I just walked in. I was like, yo. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know, we're all just sitting out there nervous as fuck. <laughs> you know? So like, were you more relieved to see a judge you know, or were you like, oh, now it's, like, someone I know? <laughs> I was relieved. Oh, nice. I was like, <clears throat> because, honestly, my thing is, like, I've been writing such good songs lately, and I just feel like I can... Like, some of my best attributes as an artist is, like, being able to create a whole vibe, mm-hmm. you know? Like, no matter what kind of song. Yeah. I feel like that's, like, my strongest talent now. Like, I used to be like, I can spit for real, you know? So, well, you can. I, exactly. <laughs> that's the thing. I can. But, like, so that's why I wasn't tripping that hard. But now, but when Vinny was there, I was like, all right, you know I'm, like, actually a good performer. Like, you know I'm, like, write good songs. Yeah. So he could, like, put them on game and be like, actually, well, that dude might be next in this bitch. True. <laughs> you know? Like, because I do think that I want them to see it like that. Like, I want them to be like, oh, this kid's, like, on the come up for real. Like, we're lucky to have him on the show, you know? Really? Yeah. Like, obviously, I would feel super blessed to be, to make it and feel on there, but, like, at the same time, like, yeah, I would want, I would want it to feel more like a partnership or, like, a, like, we're helping each other yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. You know? Definitely. Yeah, but, okay. So, how are you feeling about your performance tonight? Yeah. Um, Hasn't it been a minute? It has been a minute. <laughs> After, like, oh, come on, dog. Boy, you went that way. Oh, okay. He, he turned the corner, I think. Um, cause um, oh, I forgot what I was gonna say now to go into it. Just like oh, after all your back-to-back performances. Yeah. Then you had a little break. Yeah, and looks like I'm doing it again. Back to back. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like there's a lot coming up. Isn't that weird how that happens? Yeah. Because yeah, no, I and I haven't announced all of it on Instagram yet. But, like, bro, I have, like, four shows in the next month. Yeah. Like, and I, and it's true. I haven't done a show in a long time. But I do feel like it's something that comes naturally to me, you know? So I try not to worry about it. Because when I do, it doesn't come as natural, you know? And I'm just going to focus on, like, having fun, you know? Mm-hmm. Especially tonight. Because, you know, tonight is going to be, like, a cool, like, really cool. Like, there's a capacity, you know. My boy just, like, rented out a studio. And we're just going to do some songs, you know. Yeah. So it's not a huge deal. 
the witch's brew on the 18th is like I'm kind of nervous for that because I know that there is going to be like a lot of people who don't know me you know it's like a good chance to get them on board and it's going to be a big set you know like like long yeah like it's going to be I have a time I have like 20-30 minutes you know so like that's more than a couple of songs yeah which is what I'm doing tonight like tonight I'm doing the songs with King because that's the thing is like it's basically King's show right yeah and then he's like he invited all these artists because like I have a song with you 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 you know so that's what it's going to be it's going to be like King's show and then like all the features different artists coming through yeah which is tight because Keen like he has a great sound I, I love Keen's sound it's like new school it's like so sick honestly it's it's hard to explain because he switches it up a lot but like he has such a great ear for other talent you know yeah like shout out Real Remedy bro I fucking love Real Remedy he's like one of the sickest rappers I've ever heard and like Keen, I just met him through Keen, you know, like, Keen's like, we have a song together, we have three songs together, you know, and like, and I was like, dude, this dude is sliding, and so then I like go and listen to his music, and I'm like, yeah, he's good, bro, like, an all-around good artist, so, like, that's one of Keen's talents, you know, he's like, yeah, you would sound good on this, and like, you yeah, would sound yeah. good on that, you know, producer stuff, yeah, for real, um, but, the last exciting thing is I have a show in Denver on the 24th. Of November? Yeah. I just booked it. Oh, jeez. I just booked it like yesterday. What day of the week is that? It's Friday. Ugh. Why? Well, anyway, it's not important for the Your podcast. <laughs> like, yeah, but oh, yeah, we don't need to talk about it on that's the podcast. Sad. That's sad. <laughs> I should check more, but the thing is, I was like, oh, I'm in Denver. Where is day. it? It's at the Roxy. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it's like a familiar venue. I like that venue. And like, I should be able to get a good turnout. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. And honestly, what I'm really excited about is like you were just saying, bro, I have all these songs that are like new. Mm -hmm. And so it's hard because like even Paul Simon, and I shouldn't say this on the podcast, but I'm going to. And it's not called Paul Simon. That's why I'm um, putting the drop back. Why? Because I'm going to change it to Paul Simon with a dollar sign. And DistroKid <laughs> won't take it out. <laughs> okay. But, like, I feel like it's important, <laughs> actually. You know? Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. I'm, like, I had that thought last night at, like, 2.30 in the morning, like, laying in bed. And I'm like, no, no, no. We can't fucking do this. <laughs> well, know? then that's good. I'm glad you're going with your gut. Yeah. And I do, that was the thing too, is like I felt this huge rush to drop music because I have so much shit <coughs> that's like getting dust in my head, you know? Yeah. Especially because my songs, I feel like that's what it is, though. As an artist, you just get over it, you know? Yeah. Every, uh, a lot of people say that. Well, people don't really say that because they have to promote their album. But Dominic Fike said it, and I feel like a lot of people must feel that way. Because <laughs> he was like, they were like, this is the album, like, this is Sunburn. And he's like, honestly, I have way better shit. <laughs> yeah. But dude, his is two years. Like, I can't even picture it. 
Yeah, and then it was funny too because he was like, "What does this album mean to you? Like, is this like your most important album because it's about your home?" And he's like, "Uh, no, I just I like the songs, but I got better shit coming." And it was just like, "Oh, he's really not gonna give us anything. Yeah. <laughs> like, he doesn't give a fuck." I know it's true. <laughs> I think one thing that I told you about too is like. I'm getting so much more accurate with my lyrics. Like I'm making them more real. Mm. And I think that's what's making it so much better. That's one part that's like, I just feel like I can stand on it so much more. Like when I'm performing it, I'm like, no, no, no. This is exactly how I feel. Like, and I like really encapsulated it. Yeah. You know, versus like, this is kind of an idea. Probably has to do with your your emotional awakening. Yeah, that's true. I was definitely like emotionally awakened in the last year in like yeah different ways, bro. Like honestly, it's it's weird, but yeah, I think that that has a lot to do with it, and just like self awareness. My self awareness is like a lot better, you know. When I'm making these songs, which just makes it better, bro. You know? Yeah. Because people love to think that they're self-aware. Like, that's that's why we like music. That's what I was thinking about when I was <laughs> listening to Drake. Like, I was listening to, if you're reading this, it's too late the other day. And I was like, these songs are actually insane. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, and first of all, one thing that's really interesting is I was realizing, and I don't know if this means much to you but bro like on a lot of those songs it's not even a backing track like it's not even a dub it's one vocal track even in the choruses where like it sounds big yeah like there's really not even another it's just the beat and one wow it's so weird and I'm like dude these songs charted like I gotta listen to that it's it's weird bro but like that album holds up so well because it's like legend like he he was like even in 2016 it makes you think like even in 2016 he felt that way like he's like dude i already made it like what i'm the youngest in my city to do this like no one's touching me right now yeah and then he still kept like not plateauing yeah it's really weird actually it's like strange dude Cause even Judah hit me yesterday and he was like, bro, I don't like Drake. You know, I don't like Drake, but like, he's been on a run. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, these last six months have been like strange. And for me, I'm like, not really, bro. He's been doing this like very consistently for years now. It's, It's weird. Yeah. Like, it's not even like human. I mean, he's just that, he's just that generational artist. There's one in every category. There's one every... There's a couple every generation. That's the thing, is there's a couple every generation, and you're like, dude, they might. I don't know, though. I feel like Drake for sure had, like, 2010 to 2020. Like, that was Drake. Yeah, but same with, like, Taylor Swift in pop. Yeah. And same with, like, Michael Jackson. Yeah, with pop. Yeah. Yeah, and Elvis. Yeah, like, there are those artists, the Beatles. Like, there are those artists that, like... Are just goaded for like twenty plus years. <laughs> yeah, it's true. 
Well, because, like, you know, the Beatles, I used to think the Beatles was, like, stayed together for so long, bro. They made all those albums in, like, seven years. Really? Yeah. What was that? I think that was the camera. Really? Yeah. I've never heard that, though. That was crazy. <laughs> Yeah, that was... That was so out of pocket. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Oh, God. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, the Beatles weren't together as long as I Yeah, that is crazy. I thought they were. Yeah. Because they have so much... They have such a large discography. Yeah, they changed a lot. Like, they were yeah. like, oh, we're like a cool, funny four guys. And then we're like, no, actually, we're all hippies. <laughs> and it was like, a actually... Cool, funny four guys. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, look, we all got the same haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Granted, like, <laughs> did they do that for marketing Dude, purposes? I feel you, right? That's what I was about to say. Like, it it must have been because it's like. Like, dude, you couldn't tell them apart. For the longest, I was yeah. like, I don't know. Like, You're just they like, all the Beatles. The you, you just picture the Beatles, and it's like, just like. Or, like, exactly same looking dudes. It's like a dudes. silhouette. Yeah. The exactly same looking dudes. One, two have guitars. One has the bass the other way. And you're like, yeah. oh, that's Paul. And then, like, the dude's playing the drums, and you're like, that must be Ringo then. But, like, but, like you really don't know. Yeah. But, um. <clears throat> uh, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Michael Jackson is like the, the. You can't compare him. It's it's impossible to compare him because like, what he charted when he was like, under, fifteen. Yeah. He was like thirteen. Like A B C, as he is. And then like, dude, that that song came out, dude, eighty years ago almost. Is that true? Yeah. I don't know when it came out. But <laughs> I think it came out in the 60s. No, that's 60. That's 60 years ago. Though. Yeah. Like. Well, he's dead. Yeah, but <laughs> until he died, he was like selling out tours. Like oh, if yeah, he was alive sure. right now and went on tour, he would gross millions and millions. Even though, like honestly, there were people like trying to die for Michael Jackson, even when he was still alive. Like, like, look at the This Is It tour. All those people that came, he sold out hundreds of arenas. Yeah. But And it was because he was broke as fuck. Like, I don't know if you know that, but, like, Michael Jackson fucked his money up. Crazy. Like, no one spent money like him. Huh. His Interesting. Account, even his accountants were like, bro. And he's, like, making so much money. But they're like, dude, you cannot do that. Like, what the fuck? And he's like, I don't care. Like, I'm going to do it. Hmm. I've seen videos of, like, them being like, he's like, I want this and that. Like, in, like, some expensive Gucci store or something. And they're like, no, like, you can't. You know you can't right now. And he's like, dude, I'm going to. Because he knows how fast money can come. Yeah. So. It's true. Good for him. Yeah, exactly. And now it's like. Now he's dead. Mm -hmm, so it really doesn't matter. So who gives a fuck? <laughs> Are you like a Michael Jackson hater? No, I love Michael Jackson. You love his music. Do you think he touched the kids? No. Really? No, I honestly don't. <laughs> no way. Free Michael Jackson. Last week it was Harvey Hammer. Now it's Michael Jackson. Free Michael Jackson. No, Free Michael Jackson is crazy, actually. No, I just like, I saw this one interview 
of them like asking about the kids and he's like I love kids <laughs> yeah you just think he was like for sure he I was I think he had issues because he didn't get to experience his childhood yeah that's for sure so he just wanted to feel like a kid mm-hmm. I'm like hang out with kids and I think as an adult you should know that like you can't do that you you know it's just a touchy situation it's dangerous whatever kids could get the <laughs> kids could get the wrong idea you know people could whatever like as an adult you should never do that like yeah. you should never have kids sleep over especially in your bed but i don't think he was like thinking like that yeah i think he was fucked up in the head because he didn't get a childhood and he just wanted to be around kids yeah but it's like he should have been the adult and not done that but i don't think it was Super crazy. But yeah. hey, my opinion doesn't matter. It's just a random theory. Yeah. <laughs> I used to think that too, but then I watched that documentary. Oh. Well, I'll watch Neverland it. or something. All right. Well, I'll watch it. Yeah, that'll change it. Unfortunately, by the end of that, you'll be like, Damn. Ah. <laughs> uh, I do like bad though. Like, yeah, <laughs> you know? The, the like, music is... The music is never going to go. That's the thing. Like, no matter what, like, he still made Thriller, bro. Yeah, honestly, with with all artists, it's better. I don't care what they did. It. I'm gonna yeah. listen to. I'm gonna listen to their art. I'm gonna watch their movies. Mm -hmm. Same, <laughs> and that's the thing is like, same with X X X X Tentacion. Yeah, like he's like, oh, everyone was like, oh, I can't listen to him because he was such a piece of shit, and and it's like, dude, first of all, you didn't know him. I didn't know him either, so. That doesn't matter to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, like, it's like, so, but then it's also like the, dude, me as an artist, he inspires me. So I'm like, yeah. his music strictly inspires me. I'm like, oh, I should do that. I should do this, you know? So it's like, you're depriving yourself as an artist if you're not trying to take in yeah. inspiration from everywhere. Yeah. You know? I agree. I've never, I've never felt like. I wouldn't support someone, even like David Dobrik, like when he was canceled. I mean, he still is. Yeah. <laughs> Not to me though, but, <laughs> but like I'll, I would still watch his videos and stuff. Yeah. Even though they're like not even like art they're well they are but they're like about him and his friends mm -hmm. so it's like you don't really like you shouldn't really separate it in that case but like I I still did. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Some people care. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not me. Okay. Well, anyway, guys, you have any last remarks? <laughs> last remarks. <laughs> any last words, toter? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think, wait, is there one thing that I'm forgetting? I, I wanted know. to talk about. Oh, just really quick. I told you last night, but. Um, I got accepted into the Something Dope for the People, Pass the Ox. Oh, yeah. For this Woo. Tuesday. Yeah. Woo. That's lit. Yeah, so I'm really excited about that because there's supposed to be, like, label execs and stuff there. Yeah, that's that's a huge accomplishment, getting in alone. Yeah, they only pick 50 artists, so. Yeah. I'm, that's sick. I'm excited, yeah. Thank you to the gods. For real. <laughs> it's a blessing. It yeah. really is. And so... I'm excited about that, and that is probably all I wanted to say, um, so we can wrap it up. There's here. just a lot going on yeah. for you. For both of us, dude. Yeah. Progress. <laughs> um, but yeah, 
Thank you all so much for tuning in to Thanks the Sunday Night Nut Pod. Um, don't forget to like and subscribe. Leave a comment. Yes. For real, that, that does help a lot. So if you guys watched it, dude, yeah. just please just leave a little like. Leave a comment and we'll guess your zodiac sign. Yeah. Which, that's... by the way, I already guessed a commenter, Dylan Bavard. Ooh. I guessed your zodiac after you commented. <laughs> and, dude, the other funny thing is, like, we forgot to say it, but on the podcast, I was like, oh, uh, he's probably going to be like, I was born in January or something. Oh, uh, like Mars with May? Yeah, we guessed May, and then I was like, he's going to say he was born in January. No, you guessed December. You guessed Sag, and then it turns out he was a Taurus. Oh, yeah, okay. Just like Dylan. <laughs> uh, May, yeah, yeah, he was born in May. Yeah. Um, But I also guessed another girl's last night. Yeah, really? Yeah, over text. I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, anyway, comment and we'll guess your side. Yeah, we'll guess the fuck out of it. <laughs> Alright. Okay, bye. Peace out, y'all. Yeah. We are, uh, uh, brother and sister. <laughs> <laughs>